Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Men of Unquiet Desperation podcast. This is your host, Jack Coolidge. Today, we're going to discuss why we choose to stay where we are actually imprisoned. I want to go ahead and give credit to Dan Miller. If you haven't ever heard of Dan Miller, he is a career coach. Um, He's got his own podcast. If you just type in Dan Miller... uh, He's really good. He helps a lot of people typically in midlife era where they are ready for change. You know, they're tired of being where they're at in their careers and they're looking for new and exciting things. He helps them with that transition. So I'll give him credit because uh, in one of his emails I got this week, I read this week, it was discussing a Charles Dickens story where a character stayed you know in prison for a while and he finally got his freedom and he literally turned right back around and walked back to the prison that's not a new concept for any of us we've all heard of it if you've ever seen Shawshank Redemption uh you know that people uh there was a guy in Shawshank Redemption, spoiler alert, who he he finally got out of prison after a really long term and he killed himself. And it's pretty common for people who uh, they get used to that security. <laughs> and there's nothing more secure than a prison. It's pretty, pretty crazy. Uh, some people actually do things to go back to jail. So that they can, they don't have to deal with the world, you know? So why am I going on about this? Well, if you've ever listened to this podcast before, I speak about career uh, discontent and making a move to a different, uh, either a different job or whatever, whatever it is to take that leap of faith and go into something else. And... I've had my own encounter with this very strong pull to walk back into the prison. Because if you listen to the last episode, I discussed how here I am a couple weeks before I quit my full-time job and go PRN, which for those of you who don't know what that means, PRN is just as needed. It's not even really part-time. It's just as needed. Uh, You know, put me on schedule whenever you need me. And literally two and a half weeks before I make that move, I was pulled into the office to tell me that everyone across the board got this huge raise. So all of the, the entire thought process of the whole thing took a sudden, uh, it took a turn. I didn't go back on my plans, you know, because, I mean, this has been six months in the making, a lot of meditation and thought and prayer. But I'm not going to lie and tell you that there wasn't a, a natural tendency to think, okay, hold up, wait a minute. How much money are we talking? And uh, on top of that, uh, a week later, which was yesterday, I found out that my PRN rate is going to be, the pay is going to be even less than my new full-time pay would have been. So... I'm taking a huge pay cut, which disclaimer, uh, and if you're thinking about doing 
making any sudden moves, if, especially if you have a family. I want to go ahead and say that I don't want to be held responsible for anybody doing anything crazy. And I have thought this out very carefully and I have saved up enough money to make this transition. And I've got a handful of ways to make money other than this PRN gig. It's not like this wasn't a well thought out decision. I don't want anybody to go quit their job and say, you know, you're right. I need to quit my job and quit everything because this job sucks so bad. Well, I've been at this sucky job for a really long time. Seems like a really long time. I turned 40 in a couple of weeks and some things went down six months ago at work where it was literally my breaking point. And I got completely stressed out to a point that was unhealthy. And my wife and I had a long discussion about it. And uh, so anyway, it's been six months in the making. And here I am um, finding out that, you know, there's going to be this. I knew there was going to be less money, but I thought that the PRN pay would be more than what they said it's going to be. So here I am. And let me tell you something. It's easy for people and it's easy for me, anybody, to say, you know, quit living, quit working that job. You're stuck. You're in prison, man. You're doing that. You're working for that corporation. You're just hooked on that income. You know, it's easy for for anybody who hasn't done it or taken really great strides to do it, to make those comments. But look, when you've got a wife and small kids, you know, you got these responsibilities. It's not easy. And don't don't feel bad if you're f- afraid. It's scary. If you're thinking about leaving your job that you make decent money in and you have this goal, this dream that you want to break away and you're like, this is it, this is time, I've got to do it. But you know it's risky and you know that even though you have savings built up, there's something inside of you that says, ah, sure is nice knowing how much money's coming in every two weeks. Don't feel bad about that. That's just, that's just being a human. And if you take a look around, what is the percentage of people in America that are doing that and staying in that comfort zone? I would guess in the nineties somewhere, like 95%. I don't, I mean, that sounds crazy, but if you talk to people, if you just kind of look around most people, especially if they're not, you know, like super young college age and kind of just doing their thing, they get to a certain point and that security of that nine to five, they've been taught their entire lives that that is what we are to strive for is that safety and that security and to break them away from that mindset. It's, it's scary. You're not alone. I mean, any, ask any, any business starter, small business starter. We all know the percentage rates of small businesses. I mean, actually, I don't really know the actual percentage rate, but we all know that it's a high rate of failure, you know, no matter what, what your small business idea is, it's a high rate of failure. There's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of fear out there. You know, it can easily be validated and said that it's smart and it's safe 
to stay at your job no matter how much you don't like it. And like I said, most people take that position. But you have to know that there's a point where you have to realize that you're in prison. You're imprisoning yourself. You're imprisoning yourself because maybe you think that you need that much money because you need to keep these amenities in your life and this comfort in your life with this money. Whenever you honestly, you could make some serious strides back and cut back on things that are frivolous that you don't need. And you could perhaps follow a passion or follow anything other than what you're doing just because it's safe. Prison is safe, guys. There's nothing, there's no place more safe than prison. No one can get to you other than, you know, maybe your cellmate. That's a whole nother. I'm just, I'm imagining, I'm, I'm imagining a prison where you're by yourself. Let's, let's do that. You're by yourself. You're in a prison cell and you're fed. You know, you got guaranteed food coming in. You know, you've got, you know, your basic necessities of life, a place to sleep, place to bathe, uh, no one can get into the prison facilities because there's barbed wire fence all around it. And it is the most dull and boring existence and waste of life. Yet, you have the chance to not be there, but you remain there. Why is that? Why is that? It's because of fear. It's because of the unknown. It's because of lack of faith in something positive happening when you take that leap of faith. And like I said, I'm not just saying this. I'm doing this. <laughs> and whenever they told me what the pay rate was going to be on my PRN position, I'm not going to lie. I told them, I was like, I need to think about it for just a little bit. I did. I did. And I did. I prayed about it. I prayed for confidence to make the right decision. I called my wife and I told her, you know, I really feel like I need to stick to my guns on this. You know, I feel like this is something bigger, much bigger than just an hourly rate situation. And I wholeheartedly still do believe that. I mean, it's been a whole day, but you know what I mean? I, I, I'm, I really do feel that. And I don't know where you're at in your life and in your career if you if you're listening to this, well, you've obviously thought about maybe I, I need to get out of this get out of this position, this job. Look, it's not it's not uncommon. If you listen, if you ever heard Dan Miller, like I said, go look him up. There's such things as career coaches that there are a lot of unhappy people at their jobs, just living their life like lemmings and clocking in and clocking out and sitting right next to that person that has been irritating you for years and you've just been nice and you've been kind and you've asked them to stop doing certain things and they keep doing it because they're selfish. <sighs> you know, you've dealt with the emails. Did you get the, you know, like on uh, office space? Yeah. Did you get the TPS reports? Yeah. Did you check your email? Did you do this? The things that you have no interest in anymore and you have no passion for and you don't believe in it anymore. Let me tell you something. That is a horrible, horrible place to be because I've been there. When you don't believe in your job anymore and you literally feel like you are just doing a run of the mill, nose to the grindstone. Well, it's a good job. You know, it's safe. I'll be able to retire when I'm 65. So that's good. Of course, 
if COVID or any other pandemic hits again whenever I'm 65, I probably won't be able to retire because the stock market's going to crash. But, I mean, other than that, it's a safe job. Yeah. I think you get my point. You know, God gives us one life to live here on this planet. And I want to be the best steward that I possibly can be with the time that I've been given. I don't feel like I'm living up to my potential. I don't feel like I'm living up to my my calling. And it's scary. It's scary to quit a good paying, safe job. But guess what? Courage is not the absence of fear. It's what you do when the fear is there. Take the leap of faith. If you thought about it for a long time and you've been putting it back, you've saved up your money. And maybe you're in my position and they offered you more money so you wouldn't leave. Or just happened to offer you more money like when you were leaving. And you're thinking to yourself, you know, that fear voice comes back. Think about it. Are you in prison? Are you choosing to be in prison because it's safe? I hope not. I'm not going to anymore. All right. I hope you got something from this. I do this. uh, I release these every Friday. Uh, My name is Jack Coolidge. If you know other people who are going through uh, career indecision and possibly, you know, trying to find some encouragement or some discussion in general, send them on over to this podcast. Uh, Like I said, every Friday, this is the 40th episode. I don't plan on stopping anytime soon. Y'all have a good one. Peace. God bless.